This month, our podcast is brought to you by Jay Brooks Coffee Roasters in Memphis, Tennessee. You know by now how much I love coffee, and Jay Brooks has a special place in my heart. True North is their original signature blend. Its name points to Jesus Christ, who they say is the real owner of this company. The name reminds us that we are guided by unwavering integrity and clarity of purpose directed by our Lord. The name derives from the world of orienteering, finding your way across terrain with a map and a compass. In order to stay on course and avoid getting lost, the compass must remain oriented toward true north to avoid getting off track by the pull of the compass toward magnetic north. When trekking in the backcountry, the alignment of the compass with true north must be regularly calibrated multiple times along the path in order to stay on course. Did you know that? I love learning new things. Just as the pull of magnetic north can get a hiker off track and eventually lost, so the pull of the world can also affect each one of us. If we're not careful to constantly calibrate ourselves, our spirits, ethics, morals, decisions, with our perfect standard in Jesus, we'll slowly but surely lose our way and end up somewhere we don't want to be. It's in these moments when it's especially important to create some breathing room and ask, how's all that working for you? Jaybrook's Coffee Roasters offers True North as a perfectly balanced cup that reminds us to remain centered in the one who is perfect to orient our lives every day. And hopefully we'll savor a cup that infuses a bit of tasty delight along the way. To order this signature blend for yourself and learn more about Jay Brooks, click the link in the show notes or visit jbrookscoffeeroasters.com. That's the letter J, brookscoffeeroasters.com. You are officially invited to create some breathing room. This is the absolute best podcast to find the strategies, resources, and motivation you need to stop drowning in overwhelm break free from hustle culture, and live out your God-given purpose. I'm your host, Rachel Baker, and girl, I've been there, done that. It is my God-given purpose to help you find space for an intentional life so you can confidently live in those strengths, skills, and passions that light you up and serve others. I know you are ready to create some breathing room, so let's do it together. Welcome to episode 29 of Create Some Breathing Room. We are wrapping up this series on identity, and today I specifically want to speak into the hearts of my ladies who live with invisible illness, chronic illness, chronic pain, you are my people. And as we talk about this idea of our identity, our purpose, what does that look and feel like as we wrap it all up, I'm talking to you today. Or if you are a caregiver of someone who lives with these things, I'm also talking to you today because this is a tricky subject. Living with chronic health issues is hard. And it's not just the actual physical illness or the pain that makes it hard. There might even be some days when you don't feel that bad and you can get up and do all the things, which feels amazing when that happens. But then there are enough days where you're doing good to get from the bed to the couch or the bed to the bathroom and back. And this inconsistency and lack of predictability can make it really hard to know who you are outside of that daily struggle of just doing life. Who are you as a person? 
What is your purpose if you can't always know that you will be useful or functional or pleasant, right? And before we get really deep into all this, I want to let you know this is a story I'm very familiar with. I have spoken with so many others in this community who live this life, so I know quite a few listening now get this. This is my story too. And I want to share some of it with you today as we wrap up this month's discussion around our identity and our purpose. There's a lot I could share here personally, so I'm really going to try to just concisely share the highlights reel of my health journey. Back in 2007, I went to rheumatologist for the very first time. I've been having a lot of pain. And I, after many, many tests, was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and general autoimmune tendencies and degenerative disc disease, which basically meant I was dealing with chronic pain, my body liked to attack itself for no good reason, and my neck hates me. (laughs) There was no really good answer, and that's what I walked away with. So then it kept getting worse. 2008, I had to have neck surgery while pregnant. I was five months pregnant in so much pain. I was unable to grip things with my hands, unable to drive because I couldn't hold on to the steering wheel. And I was basically given the option to wait until having my baby, then have the surgery and not be able to hold her or care for her for six weeks. Or I could have the surgery right while I was in my second trimester and then heal and be able to hold her when she was born. Didn't really feel like that was much of a choice, so I had the surgery. Fast forward to 2011, I've had my second baby, and I broke my arm killing a bug. What in the world? I'd been having pain, like always, it just continued, but we thought it was related to my neck and the degenerative discs and the surgery I had already had. Turns out, I broke my arm killing a bug because there was a bone tumor in my right humerus. It was a train wreck of a situation. They had to get the tumor out. The bone was too thin to stabilize, so it refractured while healing. I was in a sling for months, lots of Percocet, and I was unable to feed my baby, change his diapers, get him in and out of the crib. I also had this three-year-old. I was in bed a lot, and I honestly don't know what people do without family and church family. That is how we survived that season. Fast forward to 2016, I started losing the ability to walk, living my life, feeling pretty good, and then all of a sudden my legs would give out. I was teaching third grade at the time, and I would teach from either a walker or a wheelchair, depending on the day. By spring of that school year, we realized this is not going to work. I can't keep teaching physically. And I was misdiagnosed and treated with myasthenia gravis for over a year, which is an autoimmune disease. It's a neurological one. That's what they thought I had. But then we found out in the summer of 2018, we went to another specialist in a different state and discovered it wasn't myasthenia gravis. My neck had never fully healed or consolidated with the fusion that I had 10 years previously and so my neck was unstable. And that's why I kept losing the, the ability to walk. So I had a second neck surgery, same location, still a fusion, 
but it was 10 years after the fact in December of 2018. So then that next year, I was rebuilding my muscles and my legs, and I did regain the ability to walk. Hallelujah. Well, shoulder pain comes back. Remember, I had that tumor removed and had that surgery. Now I've got a labral tear and scar tissue. So December of 2019, I had a second shoulder surgery. Still in my 30s at this point. So there's been a lot. My body has been through a lot. And I'm still living in the chronic pain. I'm still seeing specialists. I'm actually, as I record this, getting ready to see a new rheumatologist with new symptoms. And we'll see how that turns out and continue going on. But there are some things after living through all these things and still being in this life. There are a few things around this idea of identity and purpose that I want to share with you that it's taken me years to realize, and I don't want it to take you that long. And if you are living with someone or have someone in your life who lives with chronic health issues or pain, I want you to know this too. I want you to hear that living with chronic pain and illness requires an insane amount of strength and resilience. So if this is you, if you are fighting this battle, take a moment, please, to recognize your daily achievements, no matter how small they may seem. Literally, if you woke up today and got out of bed, way to go. (laughs) Give yourself some credit. You're doing a lot. You're doing all that you can. Celebrate your ability to keep going despite the challenges that you're facing. The fact that you are still going, that's celebration enough. I recently created a journal for this very purpose. I got tired of making to-do lists. I want to make ta-da lists, you know, like ta-da. That's the list I want to make. And even if my list says, woke up this morning, took my meds, had some breakfast, texted a friend, These don't have to be huge accomplishments. If you have huge accomplishments, maybe you have a really great day, write those down too. But I'm going to link that journal in the show notes just because it's been so helpful for me. I want to share it with anybody else who could benefit from it. Yes, make your to-do lists. That's great. You know I love getting things done. But also, don't forget to write down and celebrate those ta-da moments. So I'm going to link that journal in the show notes for you in case you want to grab one too. I see you over there. You're constantly doing all the things for everyone else, but when do you have time to breathe and take care of yourself? God did not create you to be an afterthought, sis. It's time to refill your cup so that you can keep pouring into others without running on empty. I'm hosting a three-night, two-day retreat for women who struggle with constant exhaustion, feeling overwhelmed, never feeling caught up, and wishing they could just escape for a hot second. I want you to click the link in the show notes, or you can head over to racheldbaker.com to join the waitlist for the Renewal Retreat. Be the first to get the details for our next retreat so you can rest, recharge, and find refuge with other women who totally get it. You can't truly invest in others until you've invested in yourself. So click that link in the show notes or head over to racheldbaker.com and join the waitlist for the renewal retreat. The 
The next thing I want you to know is that it's easy to forget to show ourselves compassion, but it's especially crucial for these women who have chronic pain and illness. And we talked a little bit about this in episode, I believe it was 18. We talked about giving yourself grace. And then uh, not too long ago in 21, we talked about how to keep going, never give up. I'm going to link those in the show notes as well. In case you haven't heard those, those are linked for you when you're done with this one today. But I think it's so easy for negative soundtracks to really take over when you are fighting your own body every day. It can get so overwhelming. And so it's important to be kind to yourself. Treat yourself with the same love and compassion that you would show to other people. I want you to remember that self-compassion, self-care, that's not a selfish thing. It's necessary for your well-being. And it's going to empower you to better care for others and to better love others when you are kind to yourself first. And the last main thing I want to make sure you know is it can be really easy to become consumed by the physical limitations and the demands of your body. But it's important to take time to explore your passions and your interests and your values. This was something that was really epic for me. I would say in 2018, 2019, when I was still trying to regain the ability to walk and figure out what am I even doing? What is my purpose? Who am I? You can reconnect with aspects of yourself that go beyond your health challenges reclaim your sense of self, find joy in activities that you love. And if you need a little boost in this, we did a whole series on hobbies. Back on episodes eight and nine, especially, we talked about how to answer what are your hobbies. And there's an interview with bestselling author Holly Girth, and she talked about the purpose of hobbies, why we have them. I think that really fits in with this time, this breathing room we have where who am I? What do I enjoy? What lights me up? Take a minute and work that out. So we'll link those episodes as well in the show notes if you want to go back and check those out. Doing this, taking time to explore your own passions and interests and values, it's going to have a positive impact on your mental and emotional well-being. This was such a big deal for me, finding things that I really enjoyed doing. You've got to find the things that bring you joy. It's a distraction from the pain, from the chronic illness, the things you're dealing with. It can help reduce stress. It can boost your mood. There's just so many benefits from taking a hot second to really think this through and choose something for yourself. I know this has been a lot of kind of heavy So let's wrap it up. I want you to have practical, actionable steps as we finish this conversation today. Chronic pain and illness can sometimes make us question our identity and our purpose, but it is important to remember your condition does not define you. You are more than your pain or illness. You have the strength and resilience needed to keep going and You don't have to do it alone. When you feel like you don't have the strength or resilience, that's when you lean into God because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. I 
clung to this scripture every time I walked into the Cancer Institute. Had to go back in and get scanned, see how my shoulder was healing, is the bone tumor back, all these things. And I just felt like I can't. I can't. I can't walk in there. I can't do these scans. But he can. He can pull me through that. So I would just tell, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Cling to that one. Be kind to yourself, extending the same compassion to yourself that you would to anyone else. Even as I record this podcast, I'm having to pause every so often. You can probably hear it in my voice, but I'm having to pause every so often to clear my throat and get some water because one of my current symptoms is my mouth being so dry that my tongue and lips, everything are swelling up and I have to rehydrate and pause. What I want to do is say, suck it up, get the episode done, finish this recording. But I wouldn't say that to anyone else. I would say, it's okay. Hit the pause button, take a drink of water, clear your throat. It's okay. Extend that compassion to yourself. Take the time to explore your passions, interests, and values. Discover what truly brings you joy and fulfillment. And if you're part of a group who could benefit from this message or one similar to this, I would love to come and share it with them. Speaking to groups of women and building relationships is one of my absolute favorite things to do. So if you'd like to have me come and speak to your ladies, there's a link in the show notes you can click to reach out to me, let me know who you are, what you want to hear more about. Or you can send me the information over at racheldbaker.com forward slash speaking. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to check the show notes to get links for all the resources mentioned in this episode. As always, your reviews make such a difference. So thank you for taking the time to leave those for us. Your ratings and thoughts mean so much. I love reading each and every one. As we wrap up today, please remember... Life can feel crazy and overwhelming sometimes, but you will never regret taking the time to create some breathing room.